I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? That's it right there, pulling up. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through project looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Welcome into another exciting episode of Woke Societies here. Switching uh, switching things up a little bit here on the platform, and uh, as we're adjusting, we're going to make changes to the show and all that good stuff. Format's going to be a little bit different, but hey, we're all evolving here. As you guys can see here, I'm going to have my, my co-host here. I find it with me. 
having a long form discussion about a uh, bunch of topics, but mainly we're focusing on the left today because I'm seeing a trend here, seeing the scary trend that the left are literally becoming the modern day Nazis. And we have to talk about this. It needs to be discussed. Who wants to talk about Joe Biden right now? Nobody does, right? Nobody wants to talk about Joe Biden and the shit job that he's doing with his administration. So we're going to talk about many other things that are happening in the news, again, in a long form kind of discussion and all that good stuff. So I want to welcome in everybody. Thanks for hanging out. And I just want to welcome in my friend here, my good buddy, my co-host. I find it. Good evening, my friend. How you doing? What's going on, Woke fam? What's going on, Scott? How you doing today, man? I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, it's been a it's been a long day for me. It's figuring some new things out and all that good stuff. But here we are and I'm ready to bring ready to bring the content. So before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring in tonight's sponsor, the guys from pill.net, the guys that made the foxhole chat. As you guys can see, the foxhole chat is on screen right now and people are using it and it's awesome and it's awesome. So, guys, here's a word from our sponsors from pill.net, a sensor free platform. Go check them out. Step in the virtual haven of pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on pill.net. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Welcome in, guys. Welcome in. So, guys, we're going to blitz through these uh, random news uh, topics before we get into the main event tonight, which will be talking about the comparisons that I'm seeing between the left and the tactics that are being used. And I'm sure you guys heard this story about um, two Mandalorian actors that worked for Star Wars and Disney. One was fired for making certain comments, both made certain comments about uh, the Nazis uh, back in Germany, and only one got fired, and that person happened to be a conservative, of course. So this is gonna tie in perfectly to the entire theme of the show tonight. We're also gonna touch on uh, the impeachment a little bit. Don't wanna talk about too much on that because it's nothing but a theater. And uh, we're gonna talk about Jeffrey Epstein and some child trafficking stuff at the end and all that good stuff. So we got a fully packed show. I'm ready to do this. I find it. I hope you're ready for it. And if you guys want, you guys can send in any donations to the Cash App. My Cash App, that is a perfect way to donate to the show throughout the show because we're not monetized anymore on anywhere, almost essentially. So Cash App is the way to go. Put a message in there. I'll read it on, on, on the show live right now and all that good stuff. So I wanted to start, I want to start here. Fine. <laughs> there was this exchange here. Uh, with Bernie Sanders that I thought was hilarious. You don't see these too often. Don't see these too often, but the words coming out of uh, out of John Kennedy's mouth here are ignorant slut. I don't know if you saw this. We're going to play it here real quick. I want to hear your reaction, guys. <laughs> this was a weird but awkward and kind of funny interaction. Check this out. Answer. I, I have to tell you, I'm very disturbed about your personal comments about people. Um, and it's not just one or two. I think you deleted about a thousand tweets and it wasn't just about republicans and i don't mind disagreements in policy i think that's great i love the dialectic but the comments were personal i mean 
you call Senator Sanders everything but an ignorant slut. That is not that is not true. And when, when you when you <laughs> said these things, did you mean them? I wouldn't have said ignorant. <laughs> Senator, I have to say, I deeply regret my comments. I understand that, but and when I you said them, did you them. mean them? I understand you, you you've taken them back, but did you mean them? I'd say. The discourse over the last four years on all sides has been incredibly polarizing. I'm asking about yours. And this is just this is just a perfect <laughs> example of when the other side gets called out for the bullshit. And you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not a Bernie Sanders fan. And in fact, as you guys know, Bernie Sanders is uh, right behind me here. It's really sad seeing this uh, rhetoric play out by <laughs> John Kennedy. It's bladed right out there. You call them everything besides an ignorant slut. And there was another clip that I don't have here right now, but even Senator, even Sanders had a reaction to it, which was kind of funny. Uh, but the fact that this is even being talked about in the Senate while people are still, there's no jobs, people are still starving, people are busy, losing their businesses. This is the kind of bullshit that's going on here. What did you think about this, man? Well, first of all, let's just let's just say it. The guy sounds like he's chewing on molasses. All right, <laughs> I really want to say that because this is some deep Southern talk right there but man see the thing from her reaction is that she can't give up one thing right she has to turn this into into something else you know it has to be blamed on the last four years or whatever but you know you just can't give in and and say i was wrong because that's what he keeps pressing on that's that's exactly what he keeps pressing on it's just to say did you mean it and you know people don't like to answer that in politics nobody does on either side nobody likes to say you know, whether they meant it or not, they, they just sort of say, oh, I regret it or, you know, whatever. But I mean, that's how I feel about it. They can't give up that last little inch. I mean, this is like looking at my kid and saying, you know, did you eat that cookie with chocolate all over their face? I, I love <laughs> saying that because that's the, you know, they look right back at you and go, I, I regret not saying that I was going to eat it, you know? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's how that's how they all do it, man. Exactly. It's just really sad to see. And these people, whenever they get called out for their bullshit, they 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 never can rescind. They can never. They rarely apologize, and they just keep punting the ball down the field. It's just really sad. But I thought that was an interesting exchange that the words "ignorant slut" were being thrown around with Bernie Sanders in the mix. I just thought that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But in other news here, um, the the signatures to get Gavin Newsom recalled have reached one and a half million. I think that was one and a half million signatures. They have been reached. And Gavin Newsom was outside today talking about the, some talking about the vaccines for COVID. And uh, saying that they have 5 million doses and it's going to be out in the way. But there's going to be something you guys are going to hear in this video um, while people are heckling uh, Gavin Newsom here. Check this out. And we want to do with the sophistication of understanding that we have since last October when we began the process of changing our protocols as it relates to the distribution of the same. Governor, uh, you mentioned the City College, I believe. Do you mean Fresno City College will be the optimum serve site? And if so, you guys can hear in the background, there's somebody with a megaphone saying, recall Gavin, recall Gavin Newsom. And you can, you can clearly, it's, 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 it might have been a little bit harder to see, but there's other videos out there you guys can find of these people heckling Gavin Newsom. And it's got to be hard to get in front of a camera like this. Like if I was in, sitting here, man, and I had people in my apartment here yelling at me to stop doing what I'm doing in my face, um, <laughs> I'd say that'd be a little bit harder to deal with. Um, but it looks like people are sick and tired of it, man. And this is what we were talking about before about maybe um, about what's his fate. I can't remember his name running for governor at this point. Um, but either way. 
the uh, signatures are there. I'm wondering what's going to happen and how this plays out. What do you think? Man, me too, because this, uh, this is something that everybody's been looking for, right? I mean, since, even since before the election, over the past few years, we all just – I believe that California's red. You know, that, that's what I think. And so, you know, you're sitting here talking about Newsom, and then you get out and you actually do the petition and you actually get the signatures. And so I'm really ready to see where this plays out, man. I mean, it, I would love to see a win you know, for, for oh, those people. And, uh, uh, one megaphone's not enough, man. They need to tie like 10 of them together. Just stand back, get some speakers on the back of a truck. Like, let's really get this thing rolling. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I feel for you, all uh, Californians out there, because I, like I've been saying, I don't know who's competing to be the worst governor is either Cuomo or Newsom, but you guys might have a chance to actually get rid of yours because ours, all he does is hide from the media. He barely comes out and he doesn't, he gets, uh, he gives the media one question a week out here and that's not an exaggeration that's very real and he's hiding from the fact that he's killed thousands of people so i say cuomo's got the top spot right now but we're gonna have to see but either way this other story i want to just touch on real quick is from fox news talking about how andrea mitchell here from msnbc she was trying to fact check ted cruz on a shakespeare's quote and she actually ended up owning and wrecking herself, which is absolutely hilarious. MSNBC anchor Andrea Mitchell was brutally mocked on Twitter Wednesday for a botch attempt to fact check uh, Ted Cruz over a Shakespeare quote. During his Wednesday appearance in Americans, America's newsroom, Cruz invoked the bar to summarize a second impeachment trial of former President Trump. And it, this is the quote here. It's reminiscent of Shakespeare in that it is full of sound and fury and yet signifying nothing, said Cruz, referencing part of a well-known solilo uh, soliloquy from Macbeth. However, the reference was apparently lost on Mitchell. And this was the tweet here that she put out for everybody to see. She was trying to one-up Senator Ted Cruz here. And Cruz is kind of on the back burner for me right now after his comments about Trump and um, inciting the, uh, inf inciting the in quote, insurrection. But either way, he went after her here. And even people on the other side were owning her as well. But this is the uh, response from Ted Cruz saying, me thinks she doth protest too much. One would think NBC would know the bard. Andrea, take a look at Macbeth, Act 5, Scene 5. And he drops the quote here explaining it. And on top of it, he goes, between NBC and the Washington Post, you think somebody would have read Macbeth. Now, the thing is, man, I, I didn't read. I, did I, I don't know if I did read Macbeth. I know I read some Shakespeare in high school. We might have read Macbeth. But the funny thing is, these, these journalists, quote unquote, they go to school, they go to college, they pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get an education. And what happens? These people are, are misquoting Shakespeare and trying to say, ha, we got you now. We got you now. And in the same, in the same uh, sentence, getting yourself owned. Um, it's absolutely hilarious to see this. It is, man. And that response at the very end, you know, whenever she comes back and what does she say then? She says, uh, you know, I guess I spent a little bit too much time paying attention to other things in school. And it's like, really? You know, Ted really sprinkled some salt over him on that one. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm kind of on the same, I'm kind of on the fence with you about Cruz. You know, I don't, I don't like some of the things that he said, um, you know, what, for whatever reason, if you want to call it optics or whatever, but I just don't, you know, he's on the fence, but whenever you see a little quibble like that, you know, online or on Twitter or whatever, and they get to just really make fun of somebody for just being ignorant, you know, cause she, what she came right out and just tried to throw him under a bus and it just didn't work out. No, <laughs> it's just always funny. Cause these people are on live television. They, they get on every day and do this, you know? So 
that level of embarrassment has just got to hurt. I mean, <laughs> absolutely, man. I know I would go home that night and I would just cry. <laughs> absolutely. It's absolutely embarrassing. It's terrible to see. And another person that got embarrassed here, everyone heard about Bruce Spring, uh, Bruce uh, Springsteen. He was doing his, uh, his uh, Jeep commercial uh, that was, that was calling for unity. And the funny thing is that Jeep commercial has already been taken down by Jeep. And the reason why Bruce Springsteen here was busted after he took a shot of tequila with fans <laughs> in a national park uh, last year, it's on federal uh, ground, uh, federal land. And on top of it, he was, uh, he was busted for DWI and other related charges as of last November 14th. And because of this, um, he, all the ads that he had with Jeep, they're getting pulled down. And this was literally right at this, the Super Bowl was just this past Sunday. It wasn't that long ago. And this, this, de- this shill, this democratic shill absolutely blew himself up as well. And just seeing these fake people uh, just, just do this themselves, it just it says so much. And this goes right into what's going on with the NBA as well. Um, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban was literally talking about how he wanted to stop playing the national anthem at his, at his own Maver- Dallas Mavericks games. Um, and he says the national anthem doesn't represent him or what he believes in. And I'm wondering... A billionaire like yourself that's living in America saying that America doesn't represent what I believe in. It's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke to see uh, these guys say that. And literally the day after that Mark Cuban says this, the NBA says, no, 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 no. We are requiring that all teams play the national anthem before before games in keeping with longstanding league policy. Just one day after Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban told the Atlantic, the team decided not to play at home games. And NBA chief communications officer Mike Bass released a statement on Wednesday, just a day after Cuban said he had no plans to play the national anthem at any future home games. And the reason, with NBA teams now in the process of welcoming, welcoming back fans into their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. We all saw the ratings with the NBA. We all saw the ratings with the Super Bowl that this past Sunday. It was the lowest rated Super Bowl since 2007. And what happened when uh, the NBA decided to put Black Lives Matter and bullshit all over the jerseys, all over the courts that these players are playing on? Their ratings tanked. And you got this, you're in Texas. Texas is a very red state. I can't imagine that if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, probably a lot of you are conservative, why you would go and support a owner. Um, a franchise, a sport that is okay with doing this. The NBA did the right thing and stepped up, but it's too much. It's too little, too late for me. Too little, too late for me, man. Because they put that BLM shit all over, all over the courts before the election, and of course now they want to get rid of it because they felt the pain. It's absolutely hilarious to see the backtracking they're doing. They did, man. I know that everybody out there in the chat remembers last year. You know, they they remember whenever this happened. Because they started coming out, and like you said, they put it on all their jerseys. They started throwing up commercials. They started doing all this stuff, and then they said they weren't going to play, right? Isn't that what happened? They Absolutely. said they weren't going to play games and stuff. And, uh, and and then the hurt came, the pain came, because America spoke up. Yep. And whenever that happened, they were like, all right, we got we to gotta keep playing. I mean, we can't stop. And so now you're starting to see some of that, that, that brazen action come back where they're trying to push back against – you know, what did they call it? They said, we're going to stick to our policy, right? And we're going to play the play the national anthem. I mean, you could have used a better choice of words besides we're just going to stick to our policy, right? Because even then you're just saying we're going to do what the words say. And you can't throw in those patriotic words. No, I mean, 
we're going to play the we're going to play the national anthem at the, at the beginning of the games because that's what that's what America's about because we do that before our sports games because we want to pray over our players because we want to pray for our country we want to celebrate this and you know I'm glad that they actually stuck up and said no we're going to do this but you know at the same time to me it just looks like they're trying to throw the viewers a bone because yeah. after what we saw last year I mean you know, people might not be a lot like me, but I, I tend to hold a grudge against things like that. Oh, me too. <laughs> I mean, you want to come out and, and do all this stuff, and then you want to just throw us a bone and say, no, well, well hey, um, you know, we're, we're still going to do the national anthem. All y'all can still buy tickets and come to the game. And I'm, I'm just not buying into that, man. I mean, once I give up on, on a piece of, you know, sports or whatever that I just don't support anymore, I mean, that's it. That's you know, I, yeah, I drew my lines in the sand on, on a lot of this. So <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, that's where man. I stand on it. Absolutely. It leads perfectly into the main event that we have for you here tonight, guys, about the institutions that we're seeing. Um, you, It's funny because you have these billionaires and millionaires and players, and they're all sitting here saying how much this com- country doesn't represent them, yet this country has made them rich. This country has given these players opportunities, and yet – they're just shitting on the people that actually that have actually supported them. And they're also putting these people in a box and it's killing their business strategy. It's the same thing that when D live demonetized us, we, I can't even imagine how much money we made D live um, the last three months after YouTube took us down and they, they got woke, I guess you could say the bad woke. And it just, it just, I can't imagine as soon as we hit the go live button, there's 2000 people on our live stream on D live at the time. And you can't get more than 30 people on this, on this, on this dude that's playing Call of Duty on D-Live that has 20 viewers barely making any income. But these companies, I don't know why they're caving to the left. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the payment processors that they're uh, they're getting uh, just threatened financially. But it's going to lead into everything that we're going to talk about tonight, guys. And the theme that we're going with tonight is the, the left. They are becoming the modern-day Nazis. And it, there's so many comparisons to what we're seeing that happened uh, pre-World War II and during World War II, people always wonder, man, how the hell did the Nazis get control of people? How did the, uh, if you were, if you weren't even Jewish, if you were just a normal German citizen, how did they get these people to buy in into their ideology to get behind someone like Hitler? We're seeing the same kind of practices being carried out right now. And the thing is, I kept seeing, I kept, I was thinking about all this today, man, about what the uh, theme about this. And, um, all I'm seeing here is is people calling us Nazis and calling Trump a yeah. Nazi and all these things. Yeah. Now, I want to get to this uh, Gateway Pundit uh, article to start us off here. It says, Twitter repeats history, takes wrecking ball the political opposition. The left remains silent. Then they came for me, and by that time, there was no one left to speak up for me. And right. so this is this is where the story is starting tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoff, the, uh, the owner of and the creator of the Gateway Pundit, he was he was just kicked off of Twitter uh, a few days ago. He was probably one of the last right-leaning uh, you know outlets on Twitter still, and the reason why is because they they actually paid for the footage of the TCF uh, center of uh, the vans and um, all those other vehicles coming in and out that were dropping off those ballots late at night. They actually paid for the footage. They were the only ones willing to do it. I dude, God knows how much they paid for that. I have no idea. I have no right. idea. But they probably had to pay a pretty penny for it. But they got this footage. They put it out. And for Twitter, this was the the final straw for uh, for the Gateway Pundit. And they nailed them. Absolutely nailed them to the wall. And this is just them brief, uh, briefly mentioning it. 
in the gateway pundit. Now, the reason why I didn't even cover this myself, because at this point, I don't think it's going to change anything as far as the election. But the whole theme here is to what I want to get to is that the left have been celebrating. The left have been celebrating censorship. They've been celebrating anybody that they don't view their viewpoints by labeling it as hate speech and labeling it as all these other things that that just make you automatically think, if you think this way, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a Nazi, you are these things. And now it's going in a direction where I'm already starting to see where it's starting to take, it's starting to attack their own base. These, these moderate Democrats that might've voted for Joe Biden, it's starting to come and attack them now. And I want to paint this picture of uh, what I'm seeing here. If you got any thoughts yet, man, you can you can uh, drop in if you want. I'm just gonna scroll yeah, down. Yeah, man. Here. So, and I, and I'm I'm following along right with you on this because we saw all of these conservatives get kicked off of Twitter, right? I mean, we saw the wave, and I'm actually really surprised that he made it that long. I mean, when I think about all the articles that went back to, uh, you know, like the Hunter Biden stories and all that stuff, whenever it was just hitting the Internet at 100 miles an hour, I mean, and now we see all these people go off and now now he's kicked off. Yep. And their reason for it is because he paid for a video to be able to share with everybody. And we all know how we we scoured the Internet for for those videos to share on on the election fraud and everything. And And these guys, he goes and buys it. You know, he has the right to go show it. And so, and then they kick him off for that reason. And, you know, it could have been any reason in the world. That's, that's unimportant. You know, what the reason is just that they did. And, you know, to be honest with you, I'm just surprised that he, that he made it that long. Me too, man. It's, 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 it is crazy. But it's I'm still on Twitter, dude. I don't know how. I have no idea how. But getting a, checking this article here, check this out. The left, has been openly celebrating the removal of pro-Trump accounts from social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook. But what happens when their views don't align with Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey? What happens when Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, and Google CEO Sundar Pichai only allow discussion of three or four subjects of their choosing on their platforms? What happens when another popular social media site like Parler that allows free speech is shut down by billionaires like Jeff Bezos' Amazon? Is the left foolish enough to believe that the unbridled power our government has given to three or four men will only silence those with whom they disagree with, and they will never be affected by these men who's been given so much centralized power? Does the left forget what happened when one man was given the ability to extinguish an entire population based on their religion? And that's an excellent question and a great jumping off point. We've already, we've already seen, man, it came out the other day that Facebook was now going to complete uh, start um, cutting down on the political content on their platform as a whole. And usually these uh, these big tech companies, they usually follow suit with one another. And if Facebook's going to do it, it's probably only a matter of time between Twitter does it and then YouTube and the rest of them. But the thing is, once they start doing this and they start cutting these people out and cutting more topics down, they are their own religion. The left is their own religion. They say QAnon people are a cult. Uh, the people that follow Trump are a cult. They, the, they themselves are a religion. The, the, the fake religion of science, uh, everything going on with COVID, the way, they, the way they, they put you in a box and make you feel like you're a piece of shit for thinking even a little bit. If you don't support BLM, you are a full-blown racist. All white people are racist. And it's just, it's just not true. But this is the kind Absolutely. of rhetoric that we're seeing all over the place. And it's only a matter of time before 
these people, the ones that are still remaining on these platforms and still trying to survive, uh, trying to just uh, maybe even be themselves or think they have free speech on their platform because they voted for Joe Biden. That's not the case at all. It's all about these people having these centralized powers. And the thing is, this sounds like the beginning of when, just like the Gateway Pundit puts it here, does the left forget what happened when one man was given the ability to extinguish an entire population based on their religion? And that's exactly what this is. And what I was telling, what I've been telling people, man, is what happens when the left have no one else to cancel? There's no other scapegoat to blame. They're going to be looking exactly. at themselves and they're going to be end up canceling themselves and there's going to be nobody left. It's just, exactly. It's, what are your thoughts on this? Man, I mean, you're exactly right about all of this because what, what they're trying to do it, it, on Facebook and everything, they're saying that they're going to move this direction where they're going to start removing the political talk, right? But what I've seen on Facebook is that, you know, we're starting to go back to some old subjects. They're starting to try to push people in the direction of going backwards, and they might not want us talking about, you know, political talk, but they, they're still going to be pushing this narrative from the left onto us while they continue to censor us. I mean, the first time I'd ever been censored in my life was on Facebook, and it was, it was trying to post something. I mean, I, 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 think it was, uh, I think it was the doctors, you know, talking about, talking about HCQ. I think that's what it was. And I must have posted that video 15 times and sat there and watched it get taken back down. And, you know, of course, we saw the, the fallout from that where it comes back, you know, now and they're saying, oh, yeah, it works. My bad. Um, but, <laughs> right. you know, but we've got uh, – they're trying to control this narrative. And what I'm, what I'm starting to analyze from all of this, because I jump around on all the social platforms just, you know, lurking and trying to see what, what are people talking about? What are, where is this going now? Yep. And the, there's a line here, all right? It's, it's between the mainstream and the public. And what people are going to have to understand is that the mainstream is operating on a completely different level than what the people, than what the people are. The mainstream is out there painting these pictures um, about us and about the whole world that that's around us that, and it doesn't even exist. Exactly. I mean, when I, when I go to Walmart or whenever I go to the store or whatever restaurant and I'm sitting next to somebody, if I hear a conversation that they're having and let's just, let's just say that they're from the left, for example. Okay. This didn't, this hasn't actually happened to me personally lately, but you know, I'm, I'm going to hear those conversations. I don't want to hurt that person. And that person doesn't want to, you know, hurt me just whenever they hear me. And I right. mean this in a majority fashion, right? Like I don't, I don't mean that there's not people out there that want to do that. It's just that the mainstream would have you think that the whole world is operating on this level that the whole world wants to go around talking about these subjects that they keep throwing in our faces in commercials and, you know, and everything else. And I, I'm just not buying it, you know, and nobody else should be too. They get on Facebook and they look around and they see these advertisements and I'm telling you that they're moving the traffic on there purposefully, right? right? They're, they're pushing, I swear, Facebook's got their own meme makers. They definitely do because <laughs> I'm starting to see these subjects come back up that we were talking about 10 years ago. And I remember sitting around with my friends talking about the big policy changes and all this stuff. And, and I'm starting to see it get circulated around again. And that's not on accident. And it's not because people on the left are starting to post them again either. I just don't believe it. I'm seeing my, my progressive friends in real life are starting to talk about these things again. And, and it's because it's popping up on their screen. Yep. And so <clears throat> I will not, I will not accept the fact that, 
you know, when I get on these platforms and they're altering my newsfeed and everybody's newsfeed and they're trying to make you look at the world in a different view than what it really is. And it makes you lose that connection with people. You know, it makes you, it makes you start arguing about things instead of just getting on there to see how your buddy's doing. Exactly. And, and, and this is the type of tactics that they're going to be using and that they have been using on all these media platforms is to separate us, to divide us and to start, you know, and to continue using these. Well, I mean, we're talking about these Nazi like tactics. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, no, you got to identify it. It's a great, it's a great point. And that's the thing. I don't want people. The thing is these bubbles that, that, a lot, even myself sometimes thinking like, does really, does everyone else think this way that big tech puts it out there? And honestly, they don't. I can't imagine there's probably 80% of us that are all on the same page with the 20% that are absolute psychos or they're just, you know, they're, they're a little bit crazy. And then as you get down the percentages, they get more crazier and crazier. But I wanted to just show you, cause we were talking about Nazi Germany today. I want you guys to see this poem um, that was part of this gateway punter article written by Martin uh, Niemöller. I'm probably butchering that name. He was a former junior officer in the German Navy. Said it best with this incredible poem that reminds us of what can happen when one man or one small group of men are given too much power and because their decisions don't directly affect the masses, those who are infected turn their heads. And this is what this is a perfect poem wrapping up exactly how this is going to play out with the people that are still like, yeah, fuck the Trump supporters, censor all them. <laughs> Even though you weren't a Trump supporter or a Republican or a conservative, whatever. Look at this. First, they came for a communist, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the Catholics, and I didn't speak up because I was a Protestant. Then they came for me, and by that time, there was no one left to speak up for me. And this is exactly what is going on right now. The people that are staying silent, they're saying, well, this has nothing to do with me. Look at what's going on with Christians right now, man. What's going on with churches? You still can't. Most people aren't able to go to church still. And the ones that yeah, aren't man. standing up or saying anything, well, I'm not Christian. I don't, that has nothing to do with me. It's going to go from one group to the next, to the next. And because I wasn't a communist, I'm not Antifa. I'm not BLM. It's going to come for everybody. And this is why I'm saying, this is why the comparisons are so um, just so in your face. And just to get back to the last thing I want to show on here, when the Nazis came to power in 1933, the German constitution guaranteed freedom of speech and freedom of the press, just like how it is here. Through decrees and laws, the Nazis abolished these civil rights and destroyed German democracy. And starting in 1934, it was illegal to criticize the Nazi government. Hmm, I find it. Doesn't that sound like something we're hearing now? It's a, it made it illegal to criticize the Nazi government. It sounds to me like it's starting to almost become, it's going to become illegal to criticize the establishment. And last sentence here, even telling a joke about Hitler was considered treachery. What are we seeing with memes right now? What are we seeing with memes? We are seeing the same thing. People are getting, um, FBI agents are showing up to people's homes that made memes from years ago. And mm -hmm. people in Nazi Germany could not say or write whatever they wanted to. And they started out with freedom of the press, freedom of speech. Then it, then they, they slowly chipped away. And eventually, after they rounded everybody up, it was just the people that just, you know, think about the people at, at one point in Germany, after they were already cutting these things down, consider them the mask wearers, the ones that were, that are, you know, your brainwashed relatives, your friends that are still staying inside all the time, right. that still wear right. the mask all the time. 
those people are the ones that will be left. And then eventually, if you even speak out against the establishment, they're going to come for you too. Do you, am I crazy, man? Is this where this is all going? No, I think you're exactly right, man. Um, you know, whenever you think about how they've been pressing on religion, they had to, they got to do it indirectly almost because of, because of, you know, the pandemic and everything. I mean, they were able to usher in a set of rules for the whole country that was pretty much a, a, a blanket for, for everything. And, you know, it's, it one of the most, one of the biggest subjects that really pisses me off is that, you know, you want to take away our right to meet at church. You yep. don't have the right to tell me that I can't go outside, that I can't go somewhere. You don't have the right to tell me that I, that I can't go to church and worship if that's what you're into, if that's what you want to do. And, you know, the reason that they get to do that so strongly is because of the values that follow behind it. I mean, we, we know that when, if you believe in God, or if you're a Christian, then you're, you probably grew up with a certain set of values, or if you, you know, found God later in life, you're, you're acquiring those values and you're learning them. And they don't want that, all right? They don't want you to be able to own that type of spirituality in your life because that's what makes you stronger. You know, and, and I'm speaking personally on that too, is that, you know, I grew up in church. I'm a preacher's kid. And I understand that for somebody to tell me that I, I can't, I can't do that. That, that is, that's number one for me. I mean, you could tell me that I can't go drive my car before you can tell me that I can't go to church. And I've, I've got one right down the street. I mean, you're going to tell me that I can't walk up there and go in those doors and get down on my knees if I feel like it. Right. And that's not going to work for me. That, um, and it, it all, it all circles back to these platforms and everything, man. I mean, you've been saying it for months. This is why we had to get this going. This is why we had to have this home. Because nobody's going to shut us up here. Nobody's going to tell us that we can't say what we want and that we can't discuss, you know, the things that we're discussing. And look, all y'all out there in the chat, y'all know this. They hate this, what we're doing right now. They hate this more than anything. They hate it because they know that we're making people understand what's going on in the world. And we're not, we're going to call out these lies. I mean, we're not going to let it keep going. I mean, this is, this is, this is what people are looking for right now because they've been forced home. They can't go to their church. And whenever you look out across this movement, you're going to find a lot of God fearing people. You're going to find those values. You're going to find that communication. You're going to find those morals on this side of the movement, because that's what a lot of this is built on. That's what they're pushing back against. They don't want this. Exactly. And that's what makes me want to do it more. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right, man. Absolutely. And now I'm going to ask the chat here in just a moment. I'm going to ask the chat here in just a moment a question. Let me just read out some super chats here real quick. Delpha, um, and this is from um, the Cash App. You guys have been super gracious. Delpha, thank you so much. Uh, from DJD75, love the woke fam. Love you back. Uh, let me see here. Jamal, thank you for the uh, donation. What's up, Scott? This is JQ5 Alive. I'm doing great. Great to see you here. Heather, always showing up to the, uh, to the chats here. Thank you. You're loving the Foxhole chat, and I'm seeing everybody in the chat right now is loving it as well. Thank you so much, uh, William. Thank you so much for the uh, for the donation, and of course, Rich. Uh, Rich is always donating to me. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and Rich, I'll get your. Um, I'm gonna do a spot for you for your uh, for your own business um, next week. I was planning on doing that. I saw your message, so I'll get you. I'll get you on there because all my themes from all my sponsors right now are all health stuff. So. I'm going to get you your own slot next week. I'll email you after the show or message you after the show. Thank you guys for the super chats. Keep them coming. The Cash App link is right 
Um, on the top of the chat on Foxhole, if you just hit the link button, the cash app button will be there. It's a great way to donate to the show and all that good stuff. So what I want to ask you in the audience, I find it, is I would like to know, has any of your, anyone in the chat out there, did, did any of your relatives fight against the Nazis um, back in the day, World War II? And specifically, were they white? Were they black? Were they a different uh, race? What were they? I would love to know. Because as I'm listening to all this, man, I'm thinking about if if they were to take the Nazi, um, you know, the the Jew, the Jews that survived the Holocaust, or just that that entire country, and just fast forward till now, with the rhetoric that we're hearing now about Trump and Trump supporters being Nazis and um, this just you know this cancer of this country, to me it's it's almost just spitting on and just just completely disrespecting the actual history of that of what Hitler did and these and, and what they did to the Jews and and, and other races because it wasn't just the Jews they went after anybody that did not agree with them and they did these terrible atrocities to them all across Europe and you're going to compare what's going on now to that time and even say that these people are these things they are Nazis it is completely shitting on the history and the actual events that happened back then and it's so disrespectful but these people don't care they literally don't care. And I'm seeing people, my dad, uh, he was white. My granddad, this is in the chat here. My granddad fought the Nazis and he was white. Mine did 101st Airborne. My granddad did on my dad's side, field medic. God bless him, second cousin in World War II. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And guess what? These people were white, right? They were white. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same thing here. It's the same thing. It's the fascists calling other people fascists, Antifa, BLM. It's the same exact thing when literally if anybody were to come up to me and ask me, man, what you're a Nazi. I'm a Nazi because I believe in our constitution, because I believe in the freedoms this country affords me. How am I a Nazi? How, how is that? How is that possible? What are your thoughts, man? Yeah. I mean, they, they love to, they love to attach that word to Trump every time. And, and I don't think I'll ever fully understand like where they're, cause there is no logic to it. Right. I mean, there is none. They're just, they're just naming whatever horrible name they can come up with, and they just want to stick that onto you. They just want to post that label onto onto a whole party, onto a whole group of people, and it's just wrong. And I, man, so I got a little short story for this. Is um, you know, my wife might not appreciate me telling it, but a, a girl that I used to date, you know, probably you know years and years ago, I went to Germany, and I actually stayed with um with her grandparents. And they, you know, he couldn't, they couldn't speak a lick of English, man. And he, he took me down in the, in the basement and was showing me relics of all this stuff, man. Cause they, they lived during that time. And, um, you know, it was really, it was eye opening. And, and I wish that I had had the mind that I have now to truly take in some of some of the things that he was trying to tell me, cause we're basically playing charades, you know, for him to uh, explain some of this stuff to me. And I'm sitting here looking at this, you know, this, this man, he's 85, 90 years old, however old he was. And I'm looking in his eyes and he's trying to explain to me without words uh, what, what he's, what he went through. And he's showing me these, these old relics of, of the things that he had. And he, you know, he basically had it hidden. And, um, wow. man, it was, it was very eye opening, you know, to, to see that and to, to gain that experience in the world. And then fast forward to now. And I, and I think about that, I think about that trip and I think about what the, what, what they're calling us and, and how people had to survive that back then. And 
You know, I'm sure if you asked any of those people, like you were saying, you know, in the chat, you, if you ask your grandparents, the ones that fought or, or, or people that just survived it or, or whatever, you're going to hear um, that those same things are happening now, that yep. these things were ushered in on us. Uh, and, and over the past year or so, or even the last four years, it's sped up. I mean, it's sped up 100 miles an hour, and I know that people can see this, um, and and people from the left and everything, they're starting to see it too, and that's what's I, I'm all I'm a little bit surprised, but I'm not at the same right. time because because this has been so obvious to us that you know when you see other people start to wake up to it, it surprises me because they fought us so hard. And, and now they're going to, they're going to finally open their eyes and see some of this stuff. And, you know, I love that point you made earlier about who's going to be left, right. For them to go after, because that's, that's exactly where we're at. Uh, you know, they don't have Trump to go after or they won't soon. And, and so what happens when they don't have Trump? Let, okay, fine. Let's not have a conversation about Trump. I'd love to talk to you about anything else that's happened in the world. Let's talk about what this mainstream world is trying to show you. Right. And let's not talk about Trump one time. Let me see how you feel about what they're doing to me. Someone that I, you're friends with, you know, that like I'm, I'm speaking about my friends that are on the left, because I do have some that, that voted for Biden. And we just choose not to talk about politics. But I'm going to start having these conversations again where I'm saying, how do you feel about what they're doing to me? And do you think that's okay? And do you think that when, when I'm done, that they're not going to come after you? Right. How are you going to feel about that? And and can we just stop right now and just look at this and decide that you and me are not going to accept this, that it's not okay? Exactly. No, that, those are great points, man. They're absolutely great points. And that's the thing, like, people talk about, like, um, the plan, uh, trust the plan. What was the, what was the plan? And um, I still think some, some things are going on that we just will never know or they're still happening now, but... When Trump got off the scene, it took away the scapegoat. It took away the excuse. And now we're seeing more than ever, uh, the left doesn't know what to do now with themselves. And we're kind of seeing it now. I wanted to show you uh, just this one tweet here. I'm kind of going to skip around here. I'm going to show it on the screen here. Uh, this was some random guy, respectable lawyer, but it caused some traction here a couple, a couple days ago. The MAGA chuds are mostly gone. Some are in jail for storming Congress. Others went back to wrestling websites. There's no more Trump tweets. The past two days, I argued with an entrepreneur starting a liberal pillow uh, company and a Walmart tech designer mad at memes. This sucks. And this is the thing. These platforms are running. These There's no more. There's no one left to fight anymore. There's only one side left in their echo chamber. And even Gab, I am so I'm so proud of Gab because that I, it is not an echo chamber in their parlor. Parlor was a hardcore echo chamber and they did promote free speech. I didn't see any liberals on there. I see a ton of lefties and liberals on Gab because I see them in my comments and I'm so happy they're there. The trolls, I'm yeah. so happy they're there because we need yeah. both sides existing. We can't have just one and then what are they going to do with uh, with their with their vitriol, their anger? They're going to turn in on each other and there's going to be no one else left to fight and that's what we're seeing here now. Um, but it's just it's just crazy to see where this is going. Now you guys probably heard this speaking of social media and and where we're going with this Nazi type style of censorship and um, tactics that are being used against the people right now. It came out today that Instagram is now going to permanently ban users that send quote hate speech or favorite two words in their private direct message of the social media platform announced. Now this is pretty scary. This is scary stuff because. 
as far as I knew it, your DMs on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, if you still have these sites, I thought you couldn't even, I thought you had to have something uh, legal to go into those private messages. There could be pictures there. There could be, there could be per, super personal information, your social security number, if someone was stupid enough to send that. Mm-hmm. But there could be so many things in there. And now they're coming out with the saying, they're looking at it now. And we know damn well, do they probably been looking at this stuff for years, going through chats for years. Yep. And that's going to be grounds for them to now cancel you by going through your own DMs. And it may not even, it, uh, just today, Project Veritas was taken off Twitter because they may have, they may have, there may be hate speech in what they're promoting. It's You don't yeah. even have to anymore. It's got to have a, just a whiff of it. If there's even a whiff of it, we're going to cancel yeah. you. And this is why I'm yelling at all everybody that's still on these platforms um, that are, that are they're complaining about being censored on these platforms. Get off of them. You need to get off of them because they're going to cancel you for literally anything now. And they're even going to yeah. look in your personal messages. It's, it's the bounds that the, that these companies are going just keeps getting more and more aggressive and we can see where it's going. It, it does, man. And look, there's a couple of things here because they're going to start telling you now that they're going to look in the Instagram DMs, but guess what? I deleted Facebook messenger because I was unable to drop links to my friends in there. In other words, Facebook had already decided that the things I'm going to put on my keyboard are not okay. They said that link in your private messenger to somebody, that's not okay. And I deleted it immediately. I mean, what that, what that tells me is not only is my information being monitored, but before I can even type something, they decided I can't say it. So it's, it's, you know, we've, we've been having these conversations about, um, on other shows and everything about which apps you can use, what's secure, where can I go and I can talk and I'm not going to have big tech, you know, big brother, whoever reading everything that I, that I type. I mean, we're, we're conditioned. I've heard this said too, you know, before a bunch about we we're conditioned now to talk certain ways because we're not used to free speech anymore. So we've true. already been conditioned not to talk, you know, and, and be free to say whatever we want to say. And so now they're going into your private messengers and they're doing all this, but yet all of your information that's actually on your newsfeed that you post, that they let you post, they sell that. Yes. They sell it to other companies so that they can use it in advertising against you. I mean, we've, we've seen the documentaries. There's, there's tons of them out there to watch on how social media actually does this to you. And the whole reason I got into this was because, you know, a lot of the same reason as you, man, because of my hate for big tech yep. and what they're, what they're doing to people. And, and I just can't stand it. And to see how they're going to go, like they did Veritas and they said, well, there may be a whiff of it. All right, well then go ahead and delete mine too. <laughs> right. I mean, because because then you're saying that every person that supported Trump, which is also every Republican or whatever, everybody on the conservative side, now there may be hate speech in every one of their DMs as well. So are you able to even text message on your phone? You know, I mean, it, 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 it starts getting to this point where you're questioning everything, and that's where we need to be. We need to be asking, where is it secure to talk? I'm going to tell you where it is. It's right here. Yep. This is where you can have these discussions. This is where you can talk. And you don't need to be on those platforms anymore, man. I, I love that you keep pushing that because they're dangerous. I mean, they really are. They're dangerous. They are. And the thing is, guys, you wonder that, that you saw, you talked about um, that these companies, they sell your data. Guys, why do you think Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, why do you think they're all free? How do you think they make their revenue? They do, they do ads and they sell your data to people. You have no idea who's even looking at it. 
They look at your, uh, your, your behavior, the way you use it, how much time you're on it, what you're looking at. They are stu- they're using AI to study you from the inside out and they're using that data and they're literally profiting off of you. And that's why right. I'm saying we need to get on platforms like Foxhole. We need to get on platforms like Pill.net, on Gab. That's where they need to go because when you go on Gab, you know something different? They ask for donations that are, that their platform is fueled by their own grassroots base that literally helps them pay for all their infrastructure, all their servers. And what do we see right. with Twitter just recently, man? Twitter wants to go to some kind of a subscription service out of nowhere. Twitter's been around for a very long time. And now all of a right. sudden they want to come out and just have the subscription service to bring in revenue when we just found out they lost billions of dollars and they're getting <laughs> killed in the stock market. And we all know what that's going towards. It's the same thing D-Live did themselves. They shot themselves in the foot. Twitter nuked the president off their platform, nuked thousands and thousands of thousands, millions probably of their of conservative followers, gone. And now the thing is before Trump even, before Trump was a, a thing on Twitter, he, he's been on Twitter for a while, but until he became president, Twitter was already going down the tubes. I didn't have a right. Twitter. I only got Twitter because Trump was there. That was the only reason. And yep. now we're, this is what we're seeing now. But you wonder why these platforms are free. That is why they are selling your data. And that's what we need to get off of them and move on from them. But I want to get to the story here, man, about this uh, this Mandalorian star, Gina uh, Carano. Um, she was fired from Lucasfilms, I believe, yesterday or today it was announced. And all she did was literally talk about how What's being what's happening in Hollywood and for actors who don't or aren't left or they're conservative or they're down the middle, they're getting canceled, too. And she brought up something from Nazi Germany, which ties into all this that I want to just mention real quick. Uh, This is from The Hollywood Reporter. And you guys, The Hollywood Reporter obviously has clear, uh, clean, clear bias in it. So just bear with me as we get through this this, uh, one paragraph here. Um, Gina Carano will not be returning to the Mandalorian or the Star Wars galaxy after sharing a post on social media implying that the Republican today is like being Jewish during the Holocaust. And this triggered the hell out of the left. Absolutely triggered them. Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future, a Lucasfilm spokesperson, uh, spokesperson said in a statement. Nevertheless, her social media post degenerating people based on their culture and religious identities are abhorrent and acceptable. Yeah, but yet we've been seeing this for four years. We were called Nazis and deplorables since Trump before he even got in the office. Carano has also been dropped as a client by UTA and agent spokesperson confirms. Now, this would still be news regardless of what I'm about to show you, but the comparison I'm about to show you here, there was another person here, another actor that I've seen on Netflix before and in other films. He mm-hmm. made this, uh, this comparison who was also employed by the same employer here. Losers in 1865 with a Confederate flag. Losers in 1945 with a Nazi flag. Losers in 2020. Then you see the Make America Great Again uh, Instagram post with a hat. This is still up. This was put out by one of the actors, and he caught nothing for this. His name is Pedro Pascal. Uh, I actually did delete it, but it's still here. A now-deleted Instagram post just in November likening Trump supporters losing the 2020 election to the Confederacy and Nazi Germany losing in 1865 and 1945. This was no problem, man. They had no issue. No issue no. with this. But all I mean, he it, obviously uh he obviously RSVP'd to the party and she didn't. Really? <laughs> he was gonna be a part of the club and she wasn't gonna be that. So they they went ahead and just said, All right, well, you're gone. Exactly. 
Exactly. And the thing I want to show here, I want to show you the actual post uh, that Gina put up here comparing the two because it's, it's, it's really, there is nothing but truth in this post because just think about, before we even look at it, guys, think about what we saw all summer. Think about not just um, Antifa and BLM. Look at the people they attacked. We saw it in the Capitol. They were attacking families, children. There, were, there was an old guy on a bike or a scooter pushed him over and beat the shit out of him in the street. An old man mm-hmm. for literally just supporting a president. It does not matter. And the thing is, people will say, oh, I'm not Antifa BLM, but I don't support Trump supporters, so I'm just going to be quiet here and let the the radicalists that are doing the damage, we're just going to be quiet because we don't want to get caught up in it all. And look at this post, man, from Zuby. This post was clearly clearly a warning against rising political polarization and de- uh, demonization of people who are different from yourself. It's not anti-Semitic nor racist. If you think it is, you're low IQ or ideology, ideologically possessed. But well done on proving her point. This was the this is what she got fired over. Look at this. She posted: Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even mm-hmm. by the children. What did we see, dude, over the summer with African-American children saying, uh, fuck the police, waving flags? Yeah. We're talking yeah. three, we're talking four or five-year-olds. Yeah. Now, let's listen to what she said here, because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that. They get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews. The government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Today, man, you couldn't get away with this. Not in this country. No. If you're going to single no. out um, Christians or a certain political group, that is going to be very, very hard to accomplish to get everybody in the entire country to get on board with. So they've now turned it into, you're the, if you believe something politically, we are going to cancel you and we're going to make the world hate you. And that's, right. that is the transition of where it is now. And... We're seeing the progression of BLM and Antifa, these groups, all summer long. And now with the Capitol, the, the January 6th riots, we're now domestic terrorists. They are setting the ground softly and slowly to get this rounded up. And she she made a great point. And this is what, and they proved her point, honestly, because what did they do, man? They fired her. And they, and they the did. other guy was totally fine. So they proved her point. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. hilarious. I mean, look... <laughs> These subjects, these are the ones that, that we stand so strongly on are, are the ones about, you know, our religion and our values and, our, and everything. And they, they have to find a way to label us. They have to. And so whenever with Trump gone and everything, you're going to see this pivot. I mean, you're going to see this go all over. Okay, so they can't say anything about Trump anymore because he's gone. So what? There's there's no rallies going on. I'm not out in the streets with with uh with, with Trump signs anymore, right? I mean, we're not do. I'm not seeing it. So they're going to have to find a way to come after us, and this is it. This is it right here. I mean, it's a great analogy for you, that you found, man, sitting there looking at this and identifying these moments now that have also happened in our in history. And when you put one on top of the other, I mean, what? Where's the difference? Where where is it? Because I'm not seeing any. This looks exactly like, you know, our past, history and everything, man. And it's 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 hard to look at, but it's important that we identify. It's important because we have to figure out how to move around this. We have to figure out how to keep going. I mean, that that's what's most important because they're just going to keep lying. 
They're just going to keep doing the things the way that they want to do. And we've seen the power of the people. We've seen how our movement can um, can affect change in, in our world and in our country and, you know, globally. I mean, this this movement, you know, remember, everybody, this, this movement is global. It's not just here. Yep. And it, and the mainstream is also global. It's not just here. I mean, we're dealing with it on our local channels and, our, you know, and our news and everything else. But it is global. And th- there's things happening all over the world right now that people are dealing with even worse situations than we are. And they may be a step ahead of us. You know, in this in this timeline that they're they're starting and they're they're ushering in for us right now. There's other parts of the world that have already been in this. There's right. there's also other parts of the world that are just a little bit behind it. And you know, you can ask people. You've seen it too, Sky. You've seen it, and it's they're they're saying exactly what we're going through is communism. They're saying that we are being ushered in on all of this, and and I believe them because they lived it. Yep. I totally believe it, man. And this is the thing, guys. I don't want this to be doom and gloom. This is where we're heading. There's no chance for us. I don't believe that at all, guys. I believe no. there is enough patriots in this country there. If they're, this is this communism establishment that they're trying to bring in, I say let them eat, their, eat, eat each other. Let them build that shit while we go and do our own thing and build around them until they crumble Absolutely. on themselves. And I want to bring up this post here uh, from Julian's Rum talking about this exact idea. Now that he, this is what he said. Now that Twitter has purged virtually all anons and patriots, the sheep live in a digital echo chamber, but they may, but that may be a good thing. And this is why Twitter sheep prefer an adversarial environment because they view themselves as digital police and view Trump supporters as digital, digital criminals. And they absolutely do. But now Mm -hmm. they're, they're a digital police force with nothing to do except talk to each other about the reality of their man, Biden. That's the thing. They have no one to blame anymore. Eventually, right. one or two will start being honest with themselves, then, he, then each other. Infighting will increase, and so will the reality of the situation. It's forced introspection. There's no one left to project their delusions upon except other like minds. They can only look in the mirror and either run from what they see or accept what they see. And this is a great point where I would just want to bring it before we get into the uh, sponsor, the other sponsor of tonight's show. This is, uh, where was I going with this? this is, there's many ways and paths to get red-pilled. And this is what I think the other side down the middle, Democrats and even some of the lefties are starting to see now. I, you guys saw it in the tweet. The guy, there was a troll that was trying to argue with a, uh, a lefty pillow, uh, what's his name, hog, arguing with him and pretty much saying this isn't fun anymore. Trump's not here. His followers aren't here. Well, there's, no one to, there's nothing to do anymore. And all they're left to talk about is the man that they put in, Biden. There's nowhere else for them to go. And it's going to force them to either look at themselves or keep the mask on to remain a sheep. And that's why I'm saying we need to, we need to focus on our futures. We need to focus on what we're doing, the future that we want to build, the institutions we want to build. We were asleep. We let these big tech platforms, Amazon face, we let them get way too big. Will they, will there be, uh, will there be some, uh, some kind of intervention with Congress to, uh, to do an antitrust suit? Maybe, maybe, but the Democrats, they, 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 they can sit there and pretend like they don't like, uh, like they don't like Google or they're going to sit there and pretend all this ad revenue these, these companies are building, it's a threat. They don't give a shit. They're not getting censored by these platforms, so they're going to remain mostly neutral. But the people aren't. The people that don't have power, the everyday people like me and you aren't, and they're going to see, wow, there's Foxhole, there's Gab. At least they, I can go there and speak my, my truth and not get canceled. That is the thing. Exactly right. One side is trying to, one side wants to exist and be left alone and leave the left alone and they can have careers to do money 
spewing whatever bullshit they want to. We want to do the same thing. But the left is trying to cancel us. We aren't trying to cancel them. We just want to have the conversations. That's all it is. Yeah, so this is going to be multiple pathways to uh, to uh, getting red-pilled here. And I think that's exactly what's going on here right now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. And, you know, I'll I'll get into my little wheelhouse right here and um, you know, shout out to Suki for uh, for helping me along while I was learning all this because she, she had a big part in that for me. But I'm used to being a mod. I'm used to being out there in the chats, and I'm used to lurking on all these social platforms, as I'm sure a lot of you already do. And I get to see these attitudes. I get to see this this movement shift, and I get to see it sort of happen in real time throughout these shows and and watch where people are going and, and how they're feeling about everything. And I will tell you, you know, we, we you've mentioned it before, we, we saw some of the numbers drop, but but that is starting to come back up again. And what's happened is people have licked their wounds and now they're they're going back out in the world and they're trying to find the truth again. And I'm glad they are because the core people that sat here in these chats and that followed us, you know, followed everybody around because I had to do that too. I followed everybody to, to the corners of the internet, wherever y'all were, that's where I was going to go. Right. And the people that are in these chats now, man, they're loving, you know, they're loving and they're, they're motivating and they're talking about all of the right things. They're, they're welcoming people into these rooms. They're telling them that they love them. You know, we're sharing this to anybody. And I'm sure that, you know, you and me and everybody else, we're going to invite people from all views to come into these rooms because we want you here. Yes. We want you to Both have sides. these conversations with us and to sit and listen and gain, just gain a perspective, man. I mean, just, you know, I want to tell these people, like, just sit and listen for a few minutes. If you don't like it, fine. But, you know, we want you included in our world. We want you to, to, to talk with us. And, you know, you're not going to get that same response from the other side because are they building platforms? No, because they're not being censored. You know, exactly. are they having these discussions in other places? No, because they're not being censored. So, you know, that's and that's the whole thing right there, man. It, that when they start getting censored, which they are right now, then they're going to go looking. And these people, this movement from being in these chats and everything, they're so receptive to it. They're so receptive to different views and, and they just love everybody. And I can tell you that that's where this movement is going. You know, love is contagious. So is laughter and all these things and these shows and these chats, that's where you're going to get it. Yep. That's where it is. Absolutely, man. And great, great points. I keep going. If you want to just finish it off. I mean that, you know, that's pretty much it. I just, I just want to, you know, I want to thank everybody. I want to tell you, I love y'all because that's where, that's where I was able to find it, that support, that motivation to keep going and, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, you're going to find a lot of those morals and values from the, from the Christian faith and, and others where, you know, we're just good people. We want to be good people, even if you're searching and you're not yet or whatever. We want to help people to see what is going on. We don't necessarily want to just go out there and bash you 24-7 like we're getting. No. Because at some point we got to come together and decide what what we need to we need to unify, um, because ultimately, ultimately what's going to happen is we've already there's already a, a one side of the country that's been uh, the platform censored attacked. Once the other side starts getting it, our main enemy together unified is going to be the establishment and these people yep. that want to install um, and take away our rights, our gun rights, our free speech. Um, that want to indoctrinate our children. We saw the guy from PBS that got leaked saying that he wants to, he wished Department of Homeland Security would go and round up all the Trump kids 
and put them in re-education camps. Those yeah. people are the Nazis. They are the enemy. Yeah. We are not. We are not that. So absolutely great combo. Let's get to uh, the sponsor for today, as we do always. It's Alula Wellness, guys. My mother's uh, diet business. I would like to announce I am down another two pounds for a total of eight pounds. This is my fourth day on the low-calorie diet. I'm feeling good. My man boobs are going away, and they're going to continue to shrink <laughs> as we uh, as these uh, days go on, and I'm proud to announce that that is happening. So, guys, what I want to direct you to is Breakthrough M2 slash AlulaWellness.com is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and structured balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat and your body and the fat that your body doesn't need, the abnormal fat. While in the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. I'm on my way, guys. I've already lost eight in, in four or five days. I got three weeks on this. Going to see how much I can lose in three weeks. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that will help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So, guys, the links that my mods are sharing right now, this is where it's going to bring you to. If you want more information on this um, with a free consultation from a coach, this is the sign-up sheet that you will see here. Sign up for it. Let them know that Woke Society sent you, and you'll be on your way to losing that COVID weight or literally just changing your life if you wanted to diet. Now is the time to do it because every day, ladies and gentlemen, we are a living, breathing embodiment of the, we are the counterculture now to the establishment. How do we win? How do we uh, win every day? We need to get healthy. We need to stay woke. We need to educate ourselves. We need to know what's going on and letting our friends and family know. So go check out lulawellness.com and get your weight loss journey started today. And remember when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. I appreciate it, guys. Let me just get to one more super chat, and I want to get—I just want to get our thoughts in on the impeachment and the Epstein story that we wanted to touch on. And I want to play this music video by Tom McDonald called "Fake Woke." A lot of you may have already heard it, but I'm going to play it at the end, um, and we're going to end the show with that. Um, Michelle, thank you so much for the donation. I don't see a message. Awesome. Thank you for the uh, donation. I really appreciate it. You guys have been so gracious today with the super chats. Keep them coming. I will read your message on air. When you send that in, it doesn't matter what amount, it's all appreciated and it's all going towards doing this on a full-time basis. More we do this, guys, I find it's killing it today. I want to bring this to five <laughs> days a week. That's my goal. So let's uh, let's keep this show on the road here, man. I want So where I want to go here, I don't have much to say about the impeachment, and we're not going to stay on this too long. To me, the impeachment is one big fake, uh, one big uh, theatrical theater play to me. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. We all know... What happened on July, on um, on January sixth? It was a setup. We even found out today that uh, the agencies were very well aware that there was going to be a possibly of uh, of violent rioters, people coming in that wanted to cause problems, and yet nothing was done about it. More and more evidence is coming out that this entire thing was a setup. To me, this was the part, the biggest part of the color revolution. January sixth to me was a false flag, and it was a, it was a sad day. But the only things I want to point out, due to the are the um, of the Swalwell and this other retraction here from the House impeachment manager the uh, on the Democratic side, the, uh, the lawyer here that's been taking, uh, ra- yeah, Raskin. I just want to <laughs> touch on these things real quick, and we're going to jump into the Epstein stuff in just a moment. 
And uh, Swalwell here was caught using a Photoshop tweet. And for whatever reason, I don't know why he wanted to do this, but he got caught. And this sent uh, a lot of people on Twitter into an absolute frenzy. Um, this was it here. It says, look what we have here, America. United States congressman altered the information of a tweet that he presented before the United States Senate in a federal impeachment trial. This is a felony, and he should be arrested immediately. Besides this, I find it. Just besides this, before we jump into this, let's not forget, Smallwell Bang Fang Fang, a Chinese right. spy. He had sex with a, Chi- a known Chinese spy that got deported out of this country. And this is the guy that's overseeing what they call these impeachment managers, which is so funny to me. It's just a bunch of uh, dude Karens and woman Karens uh, that just, just hate Orange Man bad that he did so much damage to the establishment. But I don't want people to forget this. This is Swalwell, the guy that actually had sex with a Chinese communist spy. And he's doing this shit. He could yep. be arrested for this. <laughs> this is what he represented. And the, the tweet here was from Jennifer Lynn uh, Lawrence. And she saw it, and she tweeted this out. I've never been verified on Twitter, so why did my tweet using the fact-free impeachment include a verification badge? I'm using Democrats. I'm assuming Democrats faked it, like they are faking this entire case. Swalwell, why did you add a verified badge to my tweet in your presentation? <laughs> now, this takes some work. It's probably not hard to add a check mark, but why would you do this? And you can clearly see here. There's a screenshot. You see the blue check mark, and um, if it was true. There'd be a blue check mark right here because this is the actual tweet. I'll even open it up. I'll even double down. There is no blue check mark here. Absolutely none. And the reason why I haven't been watching the impeachment hearing, man, is because I was hoping that the Dem lawyers would at least use all of Trump's words. And they edited out the part where he said uh, peacefully and patriotically protest. Didn't go anywhere. And on top of it, the worst part about it, Raskin here used a quote here from Mike Lee that, was, that wasn't even his quote. It was somebody else, and he asked it to be retracted, and he did, and he looked like a complete clown, and, um, meanwhile, while doing so. And I'm not even going to show the video. Actually, if the video is not long, I'll play it here real quick. Mr. President. Here it is. Here it is. Mr. President. Mr. President. Majority leaders. Pursuant to impeachment rule 16, I make a motion. Statements were attributed to me moments ago by the House impeachment managers. Statements relating to the content of conversations between a phone call involving President Trump and Senator Tuberville Mm -hmm. were not made by me. They're not accurate. And they're contrary to fact. I move pursuant to Rule 16 that they be stricken from the record. (laughs) You lied. (laughs) These guys are lying. They're literally reading from from their script and they can't even get it right. And there was even a woman today that was in this speaking in this trial talking about how these white racist, uh, you know, Nazis were in Charlottesville, West Virginia. And it wasn't West Virginia. They can't even get their facts straight about almost nothing. And you can literally be arrested a felony for bringing in false information in an impeachment trial. And this is the at least the third or fourth one that we caught. And this is honestly, guys, why I'm not even paying attention to this trial. I'm probably going to be paying attention to it tomorrow because uh, Trump's lawyers are going to be going in response to this. And I hope, I hope, man, they bring the fire. But what do you think about all this? So I'm the same as you. I, I pretty much didn't buy tickets to that circus, man. I, <laughs> yeah. Why Why put myself through that, right? So yep. 
I'll, uh, you know, I used to have somebody out there on, uh, on Twitter that would drop some really amazing clips. Right. But, um, anyway, so I, I caught a few clips though. I did find some and I, I saw those and everything. I was like, wow. So first of all, that, that tweet, right. I went and looked it up for myself. I had to because it's due diligence. Right. And so I, I went on there and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They really did this. They, they put it on TV and, and it's just one of those little bitty details that they want to throw in there to make you, make you think that, Hey, this is, uh, this is all on the, all on the top right here. Everything is clear. All right. I just want y'all to see this. I want the whole crowd to see this tweet. And, but they had to put that little check mark in there just to add effect. Right. That's all that was. And then he stands up there and he says, uh, yeah, we can, we're going to have to retract this or whatever. And the whole way that he goes about it is sort of like, all right, well, um, I've got this really small lie. Uh, I'm not going to admit that it's a, a my lie, but it's a lie. And we just need to let this one go because it's it's has nothing to do with the context of our case, which is just another way of saying it's not the biggest lie that we're telling. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, exactly. That's all I heard out of the guy. So. You know, I'm, but I'm like you, man. I, I I couldn't I couldn't buy tickets to that circus. It was just uh, it just wasn't worth it. No, it's it's awful. It's absolutely awful. And it's, we're gonna see what how this plays out tomorrow. But I didn't. This is why this is why I like the conversation we had earlier in the show. This is why I don't want to talk about some of these daily events because they're just there's nothing to them. There's no substance to them. And this is why it's like compared to Nazi Germany. There there wasn't this technology where we could all communicate with each other in lightning fast speeds in real time. There's so many of us that are awake right now. The genie is officially out of the bottle. The game is known now. The game is completely open. We know what these people are about. We know what they're doing. Trump put a mirror in front of these people's faces for four years, and we know exactly what these people are about. We know the game. We know what this country, the country's economy looks like. We know that the happiness of the country as far as jobs, um, just the overall well-being of the country itself, not bleeding out, not giving jobs to... Uh, Internet, all these uh, international uh, companies, we know what America felt, America first felt like for the first time in a very long time. We're not going to forget what that felt like. And now that's what we're going to be clamoring for. And if we don't get it through a representation, we're going to build it ourselves until there is a breaking point. And that's, right. it's really, it's really that simple. But I just want to, yeah, we can move on from that because there's really not much else I want to talk about with that. We're going to have to see whatever, whatever plays out tomorrow. But I know we're talking a lot about big tech. And the funny thing is, they, they, they say hate speech is, is, uh, is just so abominable that that is what people are getting banned for. But what do we see with these big tech platforms, man, with Twitter, with Facebook? The amount of child porn and just porn on these, uh, on these sites, regardless if, if, uh, if it's allowed on there or not, it's so disturbing. And what do we see? You, you're the one, you sent me this article um, from Nine News. Uh, I think this is from an Australia outlet. But serial pedophile jailed for sadistic perverted targeting of thousands of boys, thousands of boys on Facebook, and he was arrested. He was a 25-year-old for targeting more than 5,000 boys in a sickening online pedophile campaign. And David Nicholas Wilson, 36 of King's, um, oh, he's been jailed for 25 years. He's 36 years old of King's Lynn. Norfolk posed on multiple teenage girls to approach boys on Facebook and other social media platforms. To me, man, when people say, you know, when people talk about Q and call us crazy about the pedophiles that run, that are this rampant and the, even the high elites like Epstein that existed that, you know, dabbled in all, not dabbled. They fully participated in things like this. 
Why is Facebook not canceled? Where's the outrage? Kids are literally getting fondled, getting getting uh, abused sexually, and they're being and people are being predators of these kids, and nothing happens to them. It's on Twitter. Twitter has literally defended people that have committed crimes against children multiple times, multiple times. And this is why I'm saying, guys, we need to get on Gab, get on Foxhole. These people, they will they will nail you for saying something about Trump or supporting your president, but they won't. They won't ban a pedophile. Just think about that. Yeah, man. And these these subjects are, are are always hard to talk about because I have trouble keeping my emotions in check whenever we're sitting here having to read these articles about these people even existing. And, you know, I, this just points so hard to things like Facebook and, and Twitter, like you were saying, because – you know, last year I actually saw clicks. I saw movements that were on Twitter whose whose sole purpose of being there was to hunt down these people and report them and get them kicked off of the social media. Right. And then I'm going to sit here and read an article about a guy that has messaged over 5,000 boys and, fi- and up to 500 that responded. Terrible. And I think about – you got to be kidding me, man. Like they're going to take down a video of, of doctors talking about HCQ and then they're going <laughs> right. to allow this dude to get to, you know, filter into these groups, wherever these parents are letting their kids go to on the social media. These, these types of people are finding them. Exactly. They're hunting them down on purpose and they're sending the messages in secret behind the parents back. And this is where we've got to step up because I'm a parent. So are you Scott? I mean, this, yep. this, this burns me, man, because I don't know how, I don't know how people can allow their kids on social media knowing knowing what's out there. And maybe they don't. Maybe maybe they truly look at the world like it's innocent, and you can just get on there and do whatever you want. But I'm going to tell you, we're from the generation where internet started. I remember dial-up, and I remember some of the first things that I ever saw on the internet too. And we're not going to mention those, but you know, because we were kids, and this is the kind of advertisements that were popping up on the sides of our screen, even as kids. And yep. now these kids are seeing it these days and these predators are going out and they're hunting them down online. And they're, they're, I don't understand how this can even exist on the internet while people like you and me can't get out there and support a president. Exactly. It doesn't, it does not get any more brazen than this. It does not get any more evil than this for people like that to even be able to get on there. And I look, I'm not saying that, that Facebook went out and hired them to come onto their platform or anything. Okay. But they do allow it. They, they have, they know it's there. Don't tell me that I can't get on there and say something about Trump and you can take that down in two minutes, but you can't find a pedophile who's messaged 5,000 kids. It's unacceptable. And I refuse to sit by and watch this kind of crap happen, man. I mean, look, I'm glad that these people are getting caught. I want to make that point. That's where I want to circle it back around to is because these people are still getting caught left and right. All right, we just saw one that, that guy up in Congress, right? Yeah. And and now we get this article, and we're seeing, you know, it's the level that that of it that makes me so mad. But I mean, these people are getting caught left and right, and I don't think that's going to stop, despite who's sitting in a chair up there on Capitol Hill. I think no. that we're going to keep hunting these people down and and taking them out, you know, putting them in jail because that's exactly what needs to happen. The world wants these people to disappear. They want them in jail. And that's not going to stop now. And I, I saw that ramp up 
over the last four years, you know, extremely big. And I'm so glad that it did. And I'm, I'm glad that it's still moving forward because that's where, you know, this next article you're about to mention about Epstein is going, you know, and, um, I really think, you know, we used to use this cliche phrase all the time and you'd hear it everywhere about the tip of the iceberg. And look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The tip of the iceberg is done. We're, we're over the tip now. I really think that we're, we're seeing, you know, the true substance of this, um, in it, in it's, in it's true form and nature. I really think that we're, we're over the tip of the iceberg. I think we're there. No, absolutely, man. Yeah. And well, I'll just briefly mention the Epstein story because it's so funny how we get made fun of, um, for, for, for real stories that happen. I mean, Epstein getting arrested was one of the biggest red pills for me, even after I was red pilled, like the fact that it happened, um, I was shocked. And then all the events that carried out after that, but just to give some, just a little bit more context into what these people are capable of and what they did, um, the financiers, they forced his victims into arranged marriages um, against lawsuit allegations. And simply what this comes down to is that these victims, a lot of them were international. They couldn't speak English too well, but they didn't have any kind of good situation where they're from. So they got caught up with these people, easily taken advantage of, and they were able to do whatever they wanted to these young girls, these young boys. And to keep them quiet, they forced them into marriages um, for main, the main reason, so they couldn't be deported to certain countries to stay in trial to keep their mouths shut. This is just one guy, just one guy. And there are plenty of people that are still doing this stuff today. And to me, it's one of the biggest red pills out there. But to tie all this up in a nice bow, I want you guys to see this tweet here from Larry Johnson because this is this really puts things into perspective. People who stormed the Capitol are getting faster court dates than Ghislaine Maxwell, who participated in raping and grooming underage white children in order to blackmail U.S. politicians. But yeah, I can see how the Q shaman is the more dangerous to our democracy. And I, I can't I couldn't say it much better, man. And if the feds really wanted to crack down on this domestic terrorist uh, that whoever Q is, why aren't they putting out a full effort to find out who Q is? Why? Good question, man. Why? There is no effort. You're only attacking the people. If this was such a problem, if it's such a domestic terrorism problem, why haven't they gone and tried to figure out who Q really was or what group of people are behind Q? There has right. been none. But you know what? Glenn Maxwell has been sitting in a prison cell um, for, I don't know, four or five months now. And it's taking a year to get her a case through. And I know there's a shit ton of documents. There's a lot to this, but you're going to fast track the Capitol riders who entered a building that were allowed to enter the building, who got no resistance pretty much for the most part. We saw all the police sitting there staring at them. And yet you're going to sit here and tell me that these people were more of a problem than these elites that raped, killed, did terrible things to children for years and we That's we right. probably won't ever know the full extent of it but you're gonna sit here and tell us and gaslight us and say that this is more of a problem and this is uh, in the q shaman the guy that can't eat um anything non-organic in a <laughs> prison cell they're more of the problem it's disgusting it is man it's absolutely disgusting i i, I can't say enough about how terrible it is and that that's where uh like I said, man, that's where my emotion kind of kind of has a has a opportunity to get let go because it just makes me so mad to see that. And that was a perfect analogy. You know, when you mirror stuff, kind of like that video you made the other day, when you mirror stuff like this, it really hits home. I mean, you can show this to anybody, and there's no way you can look at that and just be like, oh, I don't see it. You right. know, there's no way you can look at I that. I can't say enough about how terrible it is. Right. 
No, man, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. So what do I go? What do I want to do here? I think that's everything we got, man. We got this done in an hour and a half. Uh, it flew by. It absolutely flew by. You did great, man. And this is the thing, guys. I find I've been – this is the second show. Uh, this is going to probably be moving into a permanent co-host spot, and uh, that's what we're going to do here. And once he gets his uh, actual equipment up, um, he's going to sound even better because right now he's actually working off a, off a cell phone doing this. I can't – I could. there's no way I could do a show using just my phone. So um, that's what we're dealing with right now. So, man, you crushed it. You absolutely crushed it. And I just want to read out a few more Super Chats before we end the show tonight. Barbara, about, uh, Barbara thank you so much uh, for the donation. And Sassy, love your show, watching you live on Roku TV. Yes, that's awesome. I just got that up and working uh, last week. And I know, guys, um, you have been watching it there now. And you can actually donate there now if you want to donate through that Roku app. There's a donation button there as well. And I'll double-check that before I end the show. Um, but yeah, man, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff, yeah. guys. And I'm seeing a lot of positive feedback, um, from, from the, uh, from the, uh, from the audience here. And, uh, don't That's worry, great, uh, Codebreaker. I'm going to play the fo- fake woke song at the end. Just want to plug my stuff here real quick. If you guys can go to bulksocieties.com, you guys can make some amazing store purchases there from my merch store. We got everything and we have some stuff coming on the way. Uh, that's going to be new stuff and uh, some really clever stuff too. You guys don't like it. But for now, we have the uh, the V-neck, the T-shirts, the hoodies. And I already saw some of you. One of you bought a, a Pepe mug during the show, so I appreciate that. We have uh, Defund the Media, Drunk Wives Matter, Orange Man Rad Shirts, uh, the coffee mugs, the beautiful Woke Society's mug. Really nice stuff. All this stuff is made here in the United States. Two local businesses. We have the beer, uh, the beer glasses, all that stuff, the hats. And, of course, the magnets and a bunch of other random cool stuff that you guys can make as cool gifts for yourselves, your friends, your family, all that good stuff. And, yes, what I was just talking about, guys, if you want to become a personal sponsor of this show, you guys can go right to WokeSize.tv and sign up for a subscription. It's $7.99 a month. It's cheaper than a Netflix subscription, or you can pay for the entire year. This will get you the live shows on your Roku or whatever other device you want. This is a platform that will never take me down, just like Foxhole. So that is a great way to do it. And if you guys want to jump in on the fun on Telegram, I'm on Telegram. Um, I'll put that link out in just a moment. Follow me on Gab. Follow me in all those places. They're great ways to uh, get updates on what I'm eating. I've been putting pictures of my meals in there uh, for anyone that's interested in the uh, Alula Wellness Diet that I'm part of right now. It's a good time. It's a great way to get notifications and all that good stuff and to get everything and anything Woke Society. So go check that out. And... Man, what do you? How do you feel, man? If we did a, we did another show together. I am feeling great, man. I, I love this. I love getting out and just sharing, you know, and and being a part of this of the woke army and the rest of the chats too. I mean, I know y'all see me out there. I love hanging out with y'all, and the love is just so big. And and like I was saying earlier, the support and all that, and the motivation to keep going. Um, I, I couldn't I couldn't say you know better things about it. I mean, I, I love it so much. So. I can't wait to continue this, to keep going. I promise y'all that I am going to have that equipment in as soon as possible. I'm, I'm making calls every day trying to get it in. So uh, hopefully y'all, y'all have some patience with me until I can get it all set up. Uh, nah, I man. will say, kind of like good. Scott, I'm not going to quit. You know, I'm not going to quit. This is going to keep going. Awesome, man. No, it's great to have you, man. I want to do this more. And just real quick, literally while my, I was doing the show, my wife um, cooked me the dinner that I'm having tonight. This is general... The diet version, General Sal's uh, shrimp with broccoli. 
with a bunch of seasonings on it. So I'm going to be eating this as soon as we're off camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll take awesome. a picture of all that stuff for anyone that's interested in doing it. Um, getting healthy. And for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, I think we had more viewers on Foxhole than we did on D live tonight. And I want to continue that trend. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people saying uh, this is the first time they haven't had lag or, uh, or um, lag in their stream on Foxhole. Fantastic. The chat worked perfectly fine. I had it up on the screen the entire time. People are loving it. And guys, this is kind of how the uh, the structure of the shows that I want going forward. Not cruising through 20, 30 uh, articles about news that we just don't care about, but just having a 40,000-foot view conversation of everything going on. Um, and just talking about the events of the day and just having a chill conversation that you guys can all participate in and all that stuff. So that is that. And Liz G, is there a way for you to check on order status ordered in December? Payment went through 1121. Um, <laughs> email me, Liz G, at wokesociety1111 at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure I forwarded that email to my brother to get the status of that. Um, just send me another email and I'll check in on that for you. All right. So, guys, this is going to wrap up tonight's show. I want to play this video real quick. It's a four-minute um, video. If you don't like rap, you're going to like it today. This is Tom McDonald, who I just came across a few days ago. He actually just got canceled um, by Apple uh, Music and Apple iTunes a few days ago. And the dude spits nothing but straight fire. Um, think about just another um, another uh, severe anon over there at Severe. You guys know my intro. He's, he can spit fire, too. This is uh, this guy's cut from the same cloth. He's he can he is fantastic. So we're gonna end the show with this tonight. Um, I find it. Thanks for joining me, and um, I'm gonna play this uh, video for you guys as we close up the show. So and don't I don't want to forget tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna have John Paul Rice with me at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna talk about his new movie and whatever else he wants to talk about. Probably for a good hour, maybe for a little bit more hour. So that'll be on tomorrow. So don't forget that it's gonna be on your foxhole on Twitch, on Pilled, um, Roku, all that stuff. That's going to be extra content for you guys tomorrow and then again Saturday night stream. And hopefully I find you're going to be there for that one too. And, um, oh, yeah, man. Awesome. And we'll get that show on the road. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to play this video. And here we go. crazy i'm the one who they labeled as controversial and cardi b is the role model for 12 year old girls there's rappers pushing xanax at the top of the billboard but if i mention race in a song i'm scared i'll get killed for it it's backwards it's getting exponentially dumb it's more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom and now he doesn't want fans if they voted for trump we're ashamed to be american you should probably love it because you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public as children we were taught how to walk and talk but the system wants adults to sit down and shut up cancel culture runs the world now the planet went crazy label everything we say is homophobic or racist if you're white then you're privileged guilty by association all our childhood heroes got me too or the rapists they never freed the slaves they realized that they don't need the chains they gave us tiny screens we think we free because we can't see the cage they knew that race war would be the game they need to play for people to big teams they use the media to feed the flame they
see all these people screaming facts, but they fake woke. Hate their neighbor because he wears a mask or he stays home. Has a daughter, but his favorite artist said he slays hoes. Picks her up from school, music slaps on the way home. Censorship's an issue because they choose what they erase. There's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate. I think Black Lives Matter was the stupidest name. When the system's screwing everyone exactly the same. I just want to spend Thanksgiving Day with food and my family. Without being accused of celebrating native casualties. We got so divided it's black and white and political. Republicans are bigots, libtards if you're liberal. There's riots in our streets and it's just getting worse. Y'all screaming deep on the police. Y'all a genius for sure. They're underfunded already. They're way too busy to work. Order food and call the cops. See what reaches you first. Segregation ended. That's a lie in itself. That was a strategy to make us think they were trying to help. They knew that racism was hot if they designed it to sell. We buy up every single box and divide us ourselves. They so fake woke. Facts don't care about feelings. They know they won't tell me what to believe in. They so fake woke. Same old, same old, same old. get peace and wonder why it isn't working that's like sleeping with a football team to try and be a virgin politicians are for sale and someone always makes the purchase but you and i cannot afford it our democracy is worthless if a man has mental illness call him crazy say it silently when country's going crazy we accept it as society get sick and take a pill when the side effects get you high you get addicted like these rappers dying fighting with sobriety censoring the facts turns our children into idiots they claim it's for our safety i'll tell you what it really is removing information that empowers all the citizens the truth doesn't damage points of view that are legitimate they're trying to change amen to amen and women how do we let them make praying a microaggression instead of asking god for the strength to keep winning we cheat to get ahead and then we ask him for forgiveness feminism used to be the most righteous of fights but these days it feels like they secretly hate guys i don't trust anyone who bleeds for a week and don't die i'm just kidding but everything else that i said is right they so fake woke facts don't care about feelings they won't tell me what to believe in. They so fake, oh, same oh, say so, say so, fake, oh, facts don't care.